This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, March 23rd, 2015. I'm Caleb Brown. Barack Obama's record as a drug warrior is mixed. He's literally laughed off questions about marijuana legalization while backtracking on his own promises of stepping down enforcement in some areas. But now well into his second term, the president has been less of a disappointment. So says Adam Bates, a policy analyst at the Cato Institute. You take issue with a crack, really, that President Obama made about uh, marijuana and its legalization and where that should rank in millennials' policy priorities. Uh, yes, and uh, President Obama has made this crack a couple times during his administration. Uh, in 2009, he laughed off a question at a town hall meeting about marijuana legalization. And then just last week, he again suggested that millennials should be more worried about important things like climate change and war and peace, and that issues like marijuana legalization should be at the very bottom of our priority list. And uh, I, I do, I did, as a member of the millennial generation, uh, I, I do take issue with that simply because uh, the marijuana legalization is one large aspect of an overall push to reform the ruinous war on drugs uh, to resolve some of these horrible uh, uh, side effects of drug prohibition generally in America. And unlike things like war and climate change, I think uh, these issues are issues that uh, Americans have an opportunity to really impact. Right now, today, we're seeing uh, good pushes across America to reform marijuana laws, to reform drug sentencing, to reform civil asset forfeiture, uh, and all of these abusive practices. I think this is the perfect time to make marijuana legalization and drug reform a top priority, especially for young people. So going back a decade now, uh, we had then, I believe, State Senator Obama at a public forum saying the drug war is a failure. It's a disaster. And then he ran with some rhetoric that seemed like he would not be the drug warrior uh, that uh, Bill Clinton and George W. Bush were. Uh, yes. One of the things that Barack Obama ran on was this idea that we should let states uh, handle their own business when it comes to things like medicinal marijuana. And he pledged repeatedly as a candidate to stop uh, violent DEA raids on state legal marijuana uh, dispensaries. Uh, infamously, uh, the fir his first term in office, uh, those raids actually escalated. And there were quite a few instances of uh, dispensaries that were completely state legal, uh, completely within the confines of what Barack Obama said he was going to leave alone, that were subjected to, to these DEA raids. So, uh, yeah, it was, al it was almost immediate, his kind of 180 from uh, campaigning on the drug war is, is destructive, it's, it's ill-conceived, we need to do something about this to DEA agents kicking in doors uh, to shut down medicinal marijuana dispensaries. And uh, Barack Obama was tested pretty early on in 2010. Uh, both Washington and Colorado voted to legalize marijuana for adults. Uh, yes, and I should say uh, the Obama administration has what I would call a mixed record on drug policy. It hasn't been all bad. It hasn't been all uh, not keeping promises. Uh, one of the better policies of the Obama administration as it pertains to drug reform is to say 
uh, is to deprioritize uh, enforcement of federal marijuana uh, prohibition under the Controlled Substances Act in states that vote to legalize marijuana. So in states like Washington and Colorado and now District of Columbia, uh, Alaska, uh, the the DEA is essentially taking a more hands-off approach uh, when these states legalize. It's still technically illegal under federal law, but uh, through the DOJ, the Obama administration has basically said, we're not going to put a priority on, on enforcing marijuana prohibition when states themselves have legalized it. Now, uh, most recently, Barack Obama has nominated to his uh, highest law enforcement post the Attorney General, Loretta Lynch, who, as far as I can tell, is a big fan of civil asset forfeiture, which is uh, driven uh, by the drug war and drives the drug war. Uh, yes. So civil asset forfeiture is one of these things that uh, has become a, a very uh, prolific tool uh, in the furtherance of the drug war, which is this idea that you uh, can have your property and your assets taken by the government without even being convicted of any crime. And it is a primary tool uh, when it comes to drug interdiction actions uh, because it allows police officers, law enforcement officials to seize property without going through all the rigmarole of, of accusing you and trying you for a crime. Uh, so the prohibition on drugs like marijuana is serves as a hook uh, for suspicion of law enforcement officers that you're engaged in some kind of illegal behavior and then allows them uh, to bootstrap into the authority to take your property. So. Obviously, there are some rather perverse incentives for law enforcement agencies and officials who depend on this forfeiture money uh, for for budgetary concerns. And and yes, all indications are that that Loretta Lynch is a is a champion for civil asset forfeiture and also a, a proponent of the drug war. So, has Barack Obama seemed at all welcoming of efforts to alter the Controlled Substances Act to? Uh, has he made comments about the legislation that would officially, as a matter of law, recognize states' ability to sort of set their own rules with respect to marijuana? So the Controlled Substances Act is kind of interesting in this regard because the Obama administration is on record. Uh, Eric Holder has said this is the status of marijuana as a Schedule One substance, which is the highest, most strict uh, schedule in the Controlled Substances Act. Which it, means which the, cocaine is not in that correct. schedule. Correct. Cocaine is not on that schedule. These are drugs that under the CSA have no medicinal value, a high potential for abuse and uh, destructive influence. And uh, it's the status of marijuana as a Schedule One drug has been a, a, a primary point of contention for, for drug reformers for some time. Uh, Eric Holder is on record saying this the status of marijuana on the drug schedule is an issue for Congress. Now, that's an interesting statement because the CSA explicitly delegates to the attorney general the authority to, to transfer drugs between schedules or to remove them from the schedules. But the Obama administration has made it pretty clear that they're not comfortable doing that, although they do have that option without some kind of congressional action, uh, kind of a we're not taking the step unless Congress comes with us uh, kind of action. And there is uh, Senators Booker, Paul, and Gillibrand have submitted uh, a bill called the Carers Act uh, that would legislatively reschedule marijuana from Schedule 1 to Schedule 2. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how that bill fares and what and what the Obama administration, what stance they take on it. Yeah, uh, it, it seems like a whole lot of what President Obama has done is 
at least in his first term, said he was going to do one thing, did not do that, uh, and more recently has been, uh, at least with marijuana, more amenable to uh, reforms, but again, not really calling for the federal government, uh, at least Congress, to do anything to uh, make any reforms he might make a matter of law. I think that's correct. And uh, so, for instance, in the District of Columbia, had this little uh, spat between the city of D.C. and Congress over D.C.'s uh, marijuana petition. And Barack Obama came out in favor of the city, in favor of the marijuana petition, and essentially said, look, this is, this is local government. It should be left to the city to decide for its residents uh, what the law is going to look like. And as you point out, these things like deprioritizing marijuana enforcement, these are just policy. These are administrative policies. These are not changes to the law. So theoretically, the next president could come in and reverse course on all of these things. Uh, so yeah, you have a lot of statements from the administration, and to their credit, statements that administrations have not made, uh, even about civil asset forfeiture, about drug reform, about this idea, uh, President Obama's current budget request uh, for drug control policy repeatedly contains the phrase, we cannot incarcerate or arrest our way out of this problem. But when it comes to actual uh, concrete, <laughs> concrete steps to put these policies into law, we're, we're pretty barren. And so, for instance, uh, President Obama has been pretty notoriously stingy with his clemency powers. Uh, there are thousands of people sitting in federal custody today for nonviolent drug offenses that Barack Obama could uh, pardon today if he really believes that uh, the drug war has been ruinous, that it, arrest and incarceration are not the solution to this problem. There are tools in the federal toolbox to remedy some of these problems that he's identifying, and yet they really haven't taken any steps to, to enact this. Adam Bates is a policy analyst at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.